When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Are You Having a Draft? My name is Bradley James. And I am Marcus Allard. And for those of you who listened last week, you will have heard a segment called Educating Jose. Jose update. He has joined a fantasy football league. What? Yep, he's joined one. The inspiration hit him after doing the podcast last week and he's now doing a fantasy football. That's amazing. Uh, He's in a league or something. He's created a team and away he goes. Brilliant. Today's episode is one I'm very excited about. How about you, Marcus? I am very excited, but also a little bit nervous because I don't really know what's going to happen. Is that because <laughs> half of it? Is that because your psyche is about to be delved into? Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. I know. I know what's coming, but I don't know what's coming. If that makes sense. So we've had the audio from draft day through. We've had it analysed, we've had psychologists <laughs> dig deep into the various issues of the draft, as it turns out there's quite a few, as you'd probably be expecting. It's fascinating stuff. And this is the first time anyone from outside of the draft will have witnessed, uh, certainly from an audio point of view, what actually happens on draft day. You lucky people. Very lucky, you're honoured. So here we go, Marcus. Are you having a draft? (laughs) So, Marcus. Hello, Bradley. We had a draft. We did. And as we had that draft, the recording devices were recording. They were doing their thing. They were taking on board everything we were saying. And now... We are about to delve into the day itself. We are about to give you, listening to this, exclusive access, something that no one outside the draft has ever witnessed before. That's true. It's audio from draft day. What this audio has brought to light is the cunning of each drafter. Mm. Some that you wouldn't expect, maybe. I feel like you are the head of the magic circle and you're about to tell me 
how all the magic works. Remember that magic show where that guy just revealed the all masked the... masked magician? The masked magician. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I wonder if anyone ever found out who he was. Oh, that's a good... We'd probably Google it and yeah, it'll be... kicked out. Of the yeah. Magic yeah. It'd be sneered at. Just look for like a, you know, magician walking around like... With the magician sneering at him. Yeah, with his, his gloves are all tattered and his hat's hanging off to one side. <laughs> his one snapped. <laughs> God, that, that'll be us. That'll be us. We'll yeah. be drafters with our kits. Sort of like... Scragged. Yeah. Scragged. That's there you go. one of those East Midlands words. <laughs> Holes in our boots. <laughs> so, all right. This is how we're going to start off. Now, we're going to start off with the idea of how... Each player is purchased. We do an auction bid. We are given 115 points to play with, and we've mm. got to make 16 picks. And we each take turns to put a player up for auction. Now, what we have first is an example of how this should be done. So that's Bradley Picks. Up for 16. Claudio Bravo. What position I'll give you that. You absolutely drove that from start to finish. That is how you drive a bid. Um, and how did how's he ended up for you? Well, he's back up to Edison. It's worked okay. out perfectly for me. Now, to break that down, obviously, not not a lot of people are going to be going in for Claudio Bravo. So you're not going to have as many interruptions. But you'll notice there's a point where Pete... Uh, who's that? <laughs> Pete, get, first he goes, who's that? Then... After it passes him by, he tries to stall because he suddenly starts talking about, oh, that's a good plan. I see why you've done that. Like mm. becoming very loud, like faffing around. Yeah. But what that is for our listeners at home is Pete trying to get someone to latch onto it and up the bid. He doesn't want to do it himself. He doesn't want to take that risk. But if someone's stupid enough, this is already fascinating. But it's, but would you disagree with me there? No. And do you know If you what? listen to it back, he's there. And what do I do? I've buzzed through it. And you know what? He was, um, so he's the sixth person in your team just looking at the Jim White board. Yeah. Um, and I know that, and I'm sure the novelty will wear off of Pookie and I'm sure I will eventually go over it. But what I should have done, and I was thinking about this, I, on the, on the, I was driving the other day and I was on like a two hour drive and I thought about this very thing on the drive. Yeah. Was I should have, it's literally an obsession. It's embarrassing. Okay. I should have brought him out really early. Because at that point, we've still got all the big dogs out there. Yeah. I, I'd been watching him. And if I'd gone, Pookie, Pookie for one, Pookie for one, people would be like, who's Pookie? Bam. Whapped it round. And even if I'd got him for four points, that's brilliant. Yeah. But he came out too late. I effed it. Lesson learned for next lesson season, learned. mate. But also, listening to that, that's a lesson learned for anybody that has never drafted before on how to just drive, just drive it. Now, it's... You can't do that with like Sterling. You can't do it with players who obviously everybody wants. But what you can do, there's two advantages to that. Firstly, obviously, is the fact that I've got a player without any interruption who I very clearly wanted because I'd already managed to pick up Edison, Manchester City's first goalkeeper. Claudio Bravo, 
was his, was the second choice goalkeeper at Manchester City. So if Edison's out, I automatically get Manchester City's goalkeeper. And that's what Pete meant. And Pete was trying to bring this up. Now, how crafty Pete actually was about it, but for argument's sake, we'll say he was there trying to slow things down and trying to get somebody just to try and scupper my plan there. Very good. But as I say, I've burnt through it. I've got round to the end. I've done it at a pace that's really not giving people time to think about it. Yeah. And also, admittedly, as I say, not many people are going to really want to have a play with that. But that's how you do a draft. That's an example of how to do a draft. Do you want to hear an example of how not to do one? I the answer is yes. Yes. No, obviously the answer is yes. <laughs> Who's next, lads? It's me. 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 Really, it's already. <laughs> uh, just, just in the future, Marcus, you've got a long time to. I'm sure you did a podcast every single time. Mansell goes, mate. You're after him. Just yeah. So you've got, you've got time to think. Even though, no pressure. Have a few players that you you think you're going to go for next. Okay, okay then dunk one. Okay. Do I see the logic? There? Dunk for one. I see a lot of logic. Dunk for one. Dunk for one, Wolf. Now, nah, mate, you add Dunk for one, two. Mets. Two. No. Dunk for two. Dunk for two. Good signing. Ah. The best defenders what? in the prep. Little going around, go on, Dunk. drive it. Dunk. Drive it. Dunk for two. For two. Dunk for Dunk. three. So, look. I thought <laughs> so, I was going to defend myself. Here. <laughs> I was sat next to Wolf. Oh, fuck well, sorry. okay. That has been edited. There is forty-five seconds. There is forty-five seconds that has been chopped out of that. Was I pissed off at this point? I think I was probably pissed off. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen to it. Listen People to have got into your head tell. already. They've, you they, they, you've been cerebral assassin oh, by that not. point. I don't give Yara any credit. It wasn't that. <laughs> There's a forty-five second break that we've had to cut out of that, and that's when people are saying, "Have the players ready?" Yada yada. yada. Then you put Dunk up. You go, right, Dunk for one. You've already put him up for one. So the next bid is two. And you get reminded of that halfway through. And you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, two, two. And then, <laughs> and then by the end, where you're just, you've lost heart. You don't know what's going on. I've lost heart right now, to be honest. Good. Right. So, yeah. What, Start as we so go on. We, obviously, Bradley and I discussed that before the draft. He said, make sure you do a really shit one so that you show people how not to do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what we I did. was living. You probably just received like a wedding invitation on your phone or something that you were reading. That's no, why you're distracted. Or I didn't. You didn't? What's the next thing? <laughs> so that's just an example for everyone at home, how the bids kind of go. Obviously, it gets more intricate depending on how desirable the player is. Oh, hashtag be more Bradley. <laughs> in life or just in the draft? No, just in the draft. <laughs> just in the draft. <laughs> Moving on. So out of 10... Uh, Marcus, how much would you say that Pete likes uh, Patrick Van Arnholt? I don't know. I don't know. Should I know the answer to that? All right, let's find out. Okay, let's go. Guts are on to you, mate. Um, okay, all right. I am going to put up. Mm. Oh, I'm going to go for Van It's made me laugh. I'd say about a nine at least. <laughs> That's a nine at least. Um, for those of you who weren't aware which one was Pete, that was the one that went. 
no idea he decided. I don't think he ended up with him, did he? No. No, in fact, Melody ended up with him, but uh, oh. Pete was initially very excited. <laughs> uh, Shall we have a look at some more classic Pete moments? Yes, please. Okay, the player who's just gone on the board up for auction here is Alison. Doesn't need, <laughs> doesn't need too much introduction. No. Let's see how that goes. Um, let me just consult my spreadsheet. Plays in goal. Liverpool. <laughs> Football Cup. Um, Very well last year. I'm gonna, <laughs> Very handsome. I'm going to say no. <laughs> worth, worth the wait. Yeah. Worth the wait. What is that spreadsheet nonsense? Alison. Best goalkeeper in the Premiership, yes or no? Uh, let me just consult the spreadsheet. <laughs> There's nothing to consult. Who's Alison? Alison. <laughs> mm. Sounds like a woman. I'm not oh. sure. Are they in the they playing in the Premier League this season? Um, I mean, hey, let's not stop there. Next <coughs> classic Pete moment. Is it back round to Pete? Yeah. I'll go 14. 14. Come oh. out. 14. Uh, I'm going to go out. Oh, There's Pete trying to intimidate everyone away from a player who I think might cost him big this season for not winning him. And that's Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, he was even talking about him when we got when we had him on the podcast. He was talking about how great he is. Right. So He's Pete's at that stage of the draft where he's got loads of auction points left. Yeah, ready he's to trying spaff. to he's trying to scare off yeah spurt end <laughs> on spurt somebody spurt end and he's trying to scare off. I think it's Nick who ended up with him. Well, that went well. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to scare off Nick. It's Nick's first draft, and he gives it the bigger. Don't go toe to toe with me, mate. I've got the budget to uh, to outbid you. So of course, what you're doing is letting everybody know. You've got loads of money, so he'll pay whatever it takes to get this yes, player. He could, have, he could have driven and driven him. You, you could. One could argue. I could have driven him, for example. Exactly, exactly. So I would say Pete needs to work on his intimidation tactic. Uh, we've got a good example coming up later of how it's done. But um, this is brilliant. Yeah. So let's take a look at what changed the face of this year's draft. Still feel speechless. It's harrowing. It's it like is. a horror movie. So I obviously I was there. I understand what's going on. For those who are listening to that thinking, what's everyone so mortified about? Could you fill us in? So, you have an auction budget. Yeah. You are obviously not allowed to go beyond that budget because that would be... You have loads of zeros. Cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have one point at least for every player you draft. And Dutz did his maths wrong and it meant that he wouldn't have one point for the remaining positions in his draft. And the rule is, if you have messed up your maths, you have to give up your most expensive player. And in this case, it was Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He spent 53 points on him. He had to give him up. I, 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 tell, you what, I tell you how I describe this moment is, you know in the Harry Potter movies where 
they go to that class where they have to try and do a spell on this thing that turns into their, it's like a goblin bogget. or something. It's turns, called a bogget. Bogget. Yeah. Turns into like whatever they're most afraid of. If I went up to a bogger, it would turn into that moment. <laughs> it would turn into me losing my best player on oh, draft wow. day, whatever form that would take. Because that is just, it's harrowing. And Dutch, to be fair to him, took it, took it very well. Do you think you have to do, Bradley? Ridiculous! There you go. There's one for the... One for the spell book. <laughs> I mean, I should know this stuff. I'm captain of the Gryffindor cricket team, so... You are. Oh, I feel bad. Can we just have a second just to get over it? There we go. Um, so that wasn't all for Dutz. Okay. There was another moment which almost spelt disaster. Ferreira. Yep. Leicester. Yep. Jesus. Yep. Mares. Yep. Jimmy Vardy. Yep. Pascal. Yep. Yeah. Jorge. Has he gone? No. Are you sorry? Jorge. Yeah. Then me. Yeah. Yep. Fornells. I think Fornells. That's so exciting, yeah? Yeah, I think Fornells. Fucking hell. Well, who's your other keeper then? Huh? I need a keeper. I don't need uh, Fornells. That's two, one midfielder too many. Jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted Fornells. This oh, is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. For fuck's sake. Oh, He's the most expensive midfielder. It's when... Yeah. It's his when... Someone unplugged my thing, I lost all my team <laughs> on here, <laughs> and so I started putting them back in. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, four now. Who do you want out? Yeah, well, four now, because he was my last midfielder, so I can't have him, essentially. What do we do with that? Um, who's the last person to be on him in that one, same as? Oh, might be on Yeah, I mean, technically, it's Pedro. I did too. Yeah. Um, what, Blues Pedro? I'm just getting shot for him late. Christ, two hits in one night. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be chump, man. I know. You're setting examples, brother. I mean, he has had an absolute Tony Blair. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm, I feel my test, my, my test, my chest's gone tight. Well, the one saving grace from that moment when Dutz figured out that he'd had six midfielders is that. He'd only just got Fornals. And as he went to put him yeah. in the game, that's when he realised. And no one had written Fornals on the board. And because I think everybody felt very sorry for him, oh. we decided that technicality was going to be enough to prevent him from having to lose his most expensive midfielder. So next year... We're going to touch on this because oh, there's we... another example of it coming up later. Okay, so I, I, I'll save that. Oh, you can get, you can come out from behind the sofa now, folks. That was, uh, that's about as horrific as it gets for somebody on draft day. Please tell me. It Unless get... you're Matthew Brummett, you see your team at the end of the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Yara's got the worst team. <laughs> okay, uh, Marcus, how many different ways do you think uh, you can say Moutinho? Um, how many different ways can you say Moutinho? Should we find out? Yes, please. <laughs> Might go with Mortino for one. Mortino? Mortino. No, I don't want to. Oh, yeah, that's a. Gian Mortino. He's got a name. Gian Mortino. One. I don't know, I'd say his name. Mortino. Mortino. Yeah, so Pete. Mortino. Who's Mortino. Yeah, so Pete. Mortino
I'm just trying to work out what you're trying to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got Ronaldo. Oh, Moutinho. Yeah, who, who have we had? <laughs> what did I say? Martino. <laughs> I said Martino. 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 I said Martino. Martino. I used to be able to say, know how to say his name. I literally got him to tell you what his name is. I'm going to clear how to say his name now. Oh, that was, oh mate. No, that's gone from, that's gone from the, the deadly kind of, the deadly sad to the ridiculous. We needed that little pick up, I think. Little pick me up. Okay, now we're into some pretty serious drafter psychology. Oh, God, I thought I was ready for this. I feel like I've been through the ringer tonight. <laughs> this is too much. I think this guy has the best bidding and drafting technique, and not just when he's drafting players. Can I have a guess? Or should I, a, I guess, guess in my head? Have a preempt. I... I think it might be the silent, the silent assassin, Andy O'Neill. Uh, you'd be wrong. Okay. Um, although he does have his own, he has a strong technique. A strong technique. What we're investigating here? Another silent man. Silent Dan. Oh yeah. Now, what we're about to hear first is an example of a player he's got no interest in. Okay. Whatsoever. Yeah. But you're about to hear him try and burn other people's points. Let's get it going. Um, <laughs> I am going to put up Nathan Redmond oh, good for one. Oh, good one, shout, mate. Please. That's a really good one. Really. Yeah. Big, big money, this one. Straight away. Oh. Straight away laying the foundations for everybody. This is a player. Mantle's a guy who everyone sort of respects, like, what he does because he's had a great success rate and been very good he's been unlucky you might say to only win one title yeah and so when he says stuff like that people are like oh that's interesting mantle's interested in this guy oh, drive it drive it two i'm out <laughs> great four is the required bid yeah i'm out as soon as it gets to mantle i'm out was that mantle that was mantle Oh no! As soon as he gets to him, I'm out. He's got no interest in that guy whatsoever. But his his job is done. Redmond was going to go for one or two points, yeah. But he's laid down the foundations. Gone more. He's gone up a couple more. Some more points burnt by another drafter. Uh, takes three kicks. Penalties. He's number nine. I remember this one. Now there, he's talking about Marcus Rashford. I remember that. Takes free kicks, penalties. Number nine. What does that have to do with anything? But the point is, he's there dropping positive. Notes on a player, you'll find out how interested he is in this player in a minute. Yeah, I mean, I'll go 13. Top, top, top I'm not going to 13. Okay. L for 14. Rashford, no. Rashford for 14. No. Rashford for 14. Yeah. Oh, 15. Rashford for 15. Yeah. Oh, Rashford for 16, Brad. Yeah. Rashford for out. 17. Out. He can't say out quick enough. He said out before he didn't finish. Do you know what it's like? Oh, he's going cheap. He's going cheap. He, we said something before, didn't he? He's like, he's going cheap. Oh, he's 13. Oh, he's going to go for more than that. He's the pushing him up. Pouring honey, oh. or poison disguised as honey, into the ear. Very classical. We've got a classy <laughs> audience. I'm sure they'll, they'll not struggle with that reference. I'm interested to see now. Oh, you've got another one for us. So that's obviously a player he's got no interest in, but you've heard what he puts into it in mm-hmm. terms of like the enthusiasm he puts in. 
dropping like whatever bit of information he can to try and, you know, add those points up. Yeah. Very clever. So this is a player he does want and he wants him bad. And the other thing about this is he puts him up for auction. Okay. For three. Oh, Bobby P. I'll go for Dig- Oh, here we go. Five dots. Okay. Uh, uh, from, uh, no, thank you. Um, Mel, Digne five. Six. Six, seven. You all right? For who? Digne. Is that how you say it? Is Digne. it seven? Digne. Digne. Is it seven for me? Six for you. Seven. No. Seven for him. Seven, Seven for you. Yeah. Eight for you. Yeah. See if you can hear the point in which I realise that Mantle wants this player and so I start trying to drive the bid up. Okay. Nine, Marcus. Nine, Wolf. Uh, no doubt. Nine. Uh, nine. Did you get 160 on points, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Did you get 160 on points? Frantically <laughs> checking the stats. Because two people had dropped out, and yeah. I'm looking at man. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I'm sat right next to Mantle, yeah, by the way, yeah. uh, for our audiences. We're sat around my ping pong table. Uh, I'm sat next to Mantle. And I've, you know, keep your friends close. Keep your draft enemies closer. Nick. Well, I've already got Coleman at nine, so. <laughs> no. Nine, Dan. Nine, ten, Andy. Ten, Brad. What Fabian Why is, Why is Andy saying ten? <laughs> I really don't want any more. No. No, no. Ten, I'll go ten. ten. <laughs> Everyone put their hands up who's in then, please. No, I will. This is cheap as chips. So, Pete, 11. Uh, What's uh, no, I'm out. Uh, 11. 11. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Fine. 11. 11's my max bid, so I can't do it, but I should let you know that he averaged 4.5. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> 11. <laughs> 11. 11. 11. Casually puts his vote in, as in says, yep, yeah, I'll go 8 or 9 or 11, whatever it was. And then as soon as Brummett is there, because Brummett's clocked onto it by yeah, this point, yeah, yeah. and he knows. Yeah. He knows that Mantle wants this guy. And Brummett's in where I should point out he's done this, he's done this. And Mantle, boom, straight away. Doesn't let him finish. Right, let's get this on because this is going to screw me over. Uh, hands up, everyone. Yep. So you're 11. Very I'll go 12. <laughs> you go 12. You got, you in? No, I'm out, I'm out. Pete, you in? Leaky defence, not very good, mate. Frantic. Leaky defence, not very good, mate. Well, why is he... I'll go 12, I guess. He's the ninth most very, selective very player attacking. in the game this season. See, I, like, I, like, I like the way Mantle does oh, this. He's, ninth, he's the ninth most selected player in the game this season. Yeah. I like the way Mantle does this. Because he does do a very good scare job. Ninth most selected player. Free kick and corner taker. Good defence. 13 for me. Is that right? Yeah. So 14 for you. You just said 13. Did he yeah, say I said 13? So I said 14. 14. Now see what Mantle does now that he knows I'm onto him. Yeah. Dig me for 14, Jesus. That is a bargain. That's a bargain and a half. Well, double the points of Doherty, which is 
Scored Look at Mantle's team now. Team. Didn't you? Oh, Chuck the stats yeah. out, brother. Yeah. Chuck the stats out. Didn't you? So yeah, he's he's the ninth most likely to play in the game this season. Average four point five game. Four point five points per game week. Bargain. Fifties bargain down. He's trying, to, he's trying to push him off it. I like yeah. this man, so I like this reverse. No, I'm just being honest for the podcast. <laughs> is he being honest, Marcus? No. Not at all. Not he's at all. He's, rever- he's completely changed tactic. And not only that, he's taken Brummett on head on. He said, come on, let's give us your stats. Give us your... Yeah. When Brummett's not ready for it, knowing full well it's going to be like... Brummett's going to be like, oh, fumbling around. What can he give you at that point? He's taken Brummett head on. And again, I've gone, oh, I like what you're doing here, Mantle. That's very interesting, isn't it? I know my shit. I like to Number one free kick taker and number two corner taker. I feel like Dan's doing this in his box. Can I just point yeah. out? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> not, ten, please, Dan's doing this. Best running on ten games. All right, then. So, are you, going, are you out or you're in? Because um, that's a lot of money. 15. Yeah, it's a lot of Phil's money. Phil's favourite player. Defender, man. So he's reverted back. I've gone, oh, again, are you like, what are you doing? And he's, when he's tried to be positive about the player, and then I've put, called him out again, and he's reverted back. I feel like I'm in the middle of a family argument. <laughs> I feel I shouldn't be here. <laughs> he's not even in the room. <laughs> oh, no. You should see the colour of Marcus's face. <laughs> Beetroot right now. Attacking defender. Mental, you got to be 15. 40 14. Marcus, how do you feel about that? Got my head in my hands, mate. I... Next, it's going to be really interesting next year. It's going to be really interesting. People are like, this is going, this is next level. This is. I was surprised that, like, there's two people who pick up on that. Myself and Brummett. Hashtag be more Bradley. Specifically, that know he, who he's after. Yeah. Not because they're trying to drive up the bid for whoever, but Mantle's a threat. He's a very good drafter. And this is one of the reasons why he's a threat is because he gets away with a lot of stuff yeah. on draft day. He's pushing up everybody else's players and he's drawing attention away where he can for the players he really wants. And he really wanted him. You saw what he does when there's a player he's got no interest in. He could not have said out quicker when it got round to him with those players after his job had been done. He sort of read the room. He saw who was left. But any mild threat at being left with a player, being stranded with a player, he is out of there. But making every noise beforehand to suggest he is on that player, and as soon as it got to Lucas Dig- Digne, Digne, yeah. he's like, "Oh, how do I say it? I'm not, I don't really know this player very well." Apart from the fact that he's done all his research on this guy and he wants him. Found one of his bits of paper, didn't I? After the draft, you did. What did it say? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I mean, I, I no, I know you sort of. I mean, I was sat next to him, so I saw all his no, bits of paper. I know, but I'm. I I meant more for the audience. So that they have an audio clue as to what it's I almost, no, I know, but I found one of his paper and I almost want to kind of do this next year so I don't want to see what the tank <laughs> So tune, tune in this time next year. So, uh, For your interview next year when, you, yeah. when you're screaming at Zach. What are your tactics? Mantles. Things <laughs> <laughs> are mantles. I've worked it out. Ah, okay. Please tell me this is a funny one. There are funny moments. <laughs> We're going to analyse somebody else. Someone who you wouldn't suspect is also being very clever. Have a guess. The only clue I would give you is that I don't think your first 10 guesses would be this person. So. Oh, uh, I know you're going to, I know, I know you're going to say because we, I think because we mentioned it earlier. Go on. Melaloo. Yeah, yeah. 
We are on yeah. to a guy who, despite currently being in second place as we record this. Yeah. Highest game week. Highest game week. Nearly 90 points. Second place. He very much plays the underdog card and he's used it to great effect. We're going to start off with Melaloo preying on the weak. The player up for grabs is Patrick Van Arnholt. He's there going... Who is he? Oh, he's not on my system. He's trying to buy time. He's needing help from whoever's around him. Now, I'll point out, your research is your research. If you don't know who that this player is... This is what I was going to say. I'm speechless. But he's preyed on two people specifically, and we'll come to that. So there he I is. I said this weeks ago. Yeah, and I, and I genuinely think it's, it's something that we're going to... will be highlighted in future because we can't keep playing this game where we're sort of saying... Oh, he's informing him of every player he doesn't know. Because he doesn't need... Because as I will prove, he doesn't need our help. But you don't... Oh, he's not on my list. That's... You said there was funny bits in this. <laughs> well, it's funny when it comes to uh, his next uh, choice, who he wanted to put up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trippier for one. Mate, he's not <laughs> Is that a joke? Anyone for Trippier? No, I think we should... We ran Brummett through the ringer for being the guy to uh, blow the whistle on that situation. Brummett was one of the guilty parties, but as you can hear, straight away Pete gets very excited. And then Andy (laughs) is like, oh, I think we should. No, we shouldn't. Your research is your research. Pete did, though, because Pete had the right idea. He just went about in the wrong way. (laughs) the, The words he said were, no, I think we should let him go for this. Which, you know, if you go, no, guys, guys, quiet. It's Melaloo's pick, let him go for this. But Pete went, oh, I think we should let him go for this. Yeah. <laughs> so at which point, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And Pete basically just, yeah, I, I remember, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brummett was on sort of the receiving end of most of the blame. But as I say, he wasn't alone for being responsible for ruining what could have been a historic draft moment. That's the trippier moment. A warning now for drafters. In future, there will be an auction point penalty for anyone recreating what Andy O'Neill did, what Pete did, what Brummett did. He lets the cat out of the bag. You're responsible for your own research. Melaloo's, this is his seventh season, and he should know what he's doing by now. He's not on my list. And as I, <laughs> and as I point out, Melaloo might know a lot more than he's letting on. Okay. So... That's the trippier moment. I think the two people who have helped him out the most have actually, you could say more than anyone else, they've, they've come the biggest cropper for Melody's tactics. And that's Brummett and Yare. Currently both last, second to last in the league. What do you reckon now, Kyle J? I am I'm trying desperately to find someone that you guys haven't already mate. said. I apologize okay, 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 for this. What? Did I unplug your iPad? Who's going? Is it? No, it's, it's, me. Me. it's me. It's me. I've only got half of the forward list. So I'm trying to find one of you guys. I'm going to tell you it's not been picked. It might have even been me. Yeah, basically. I just went, why is it going on? 
No, he hasn't. Is he actually play, being played at the moment? He's the third choice. What you can hear there is Brummett, as you said, who's whispering to him. It's Brummett in his ear saying, basically trying to help him out. And as I say, he's seven seasons in. He should, we shouldn't be at the stage so where... what list was he looking at? He's not on my list. I don't understand what list was he looking at. Well, he's not on my forwards list. It's a good question. I don't really know the answer. But if you're on the app or the website, he's on. He'd have been on there. Yeah. Now the two. Who are the two people sat either side of him? Oh, Yare and Brummett. Yare and Brummett. Bottom and second bottom. Yeah, and I. I don't think that's a coincidence. What you think? Melody sat next to them too, on purpose. Not on purpose, but what I think is because of the distraction of Melody. Oh, you think that... If you're there, you you get stressed like, enough as it is like without people, having to help anyone out. If you're there on draft day <laughs> and you're having to, like, sort of guide someone through it... I, like, I know this because I've, I've done that with... I sort of was doing it with Dan, but Dan yeah. wasn't kind of, you know, as... Uh, uh, you know, Dan had his lists. He knows the, the players. He sort of was just going with the flow. He, Melody was pulling the attention of Brummett, of Yare... Who were being very kind in helping him out, but that you could argue that their drafts have suffered because of it. This next bit, so Melalu trained at one of the best drama schools on the planet. But the following is some of the worst acting you will ever have to listen to. <laughs> Player that I'm sure no one's interested in, Lindolf for one. Oh, no, that's a good uh, one. That's a good I think, one, it? Uh, I think uh, he'll be yeah, second uh, choice alongside uh, Harry Maguire. Uh, Maguire. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's been he's in the midst of being replaced. No, we are in the He's left at the moment. Drive down his bidders. He's he's in talks of getting him replaced Sixth. at the moment. Lindelof are gonna start. Lindelof's their best player. Anyone else for three? I mean Lindelof three. Surely. Yeah, Lindelof three. Who got him? Think of what I heard. Mantle's got him for three. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It was. It was. Uh, just, just suppose no one's going to want this one to start with, and then two people. We were like, "Oh no, that's a really good chat." He goes, "What? No, he's he's going to get no. replaced." <laughs> Why are you picking him? Why are you picking him then? What's your motivation? Because because I feel because he's placed for my team. Like <laughs> no, what what on earth is he doing there? Terrible. Terrible tactics. Like trying to convince everybody that this is the worst pick. So that's one side to Melody. Mm. Now, we've been pretty hard on him there. He can take it. He can take it. He's allowed. Uh, because also, like, in the past, there was actually quite a genuine side to that. As in, he did struggle. Yeah. Like, he's learned as he's gone on. He's improved a hell of a lot. Second of the league, game week. And I'm actually quite proud of him in terms oh, of like nice. you know the improvement he's made so when he's still doing this oh woe is me I need help kind of act this is seventh season the man doesn't need help anymore have you it, got have you got a piece of evidence to support this theory well listen sense? there's another side to him yeah uh, let's call this side sassy Melaloo <laughs> Manuel Lanzini just went for 15 points to you're all right. the cerebral assassin <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, there's um, <laughs> getting stuck in. You're about to hear Yare sneeze. Cool, who's up next? Oh, sorry. 
Okay. So So Yara who's sitting there like a mug helping Melanie. Yeah. And Melanie yeah. goes in on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melanie's got some sass to him. We now are taken to a bid that shows that Melanie knows what he's doing. He's got the bit between his teeth here. Well, the bid between his teeth. This is another good example of how to drive a bid, and it's also an example of just a very confident melody. Okay. Right, boys, it's uh, it's my turn, and Who contender for my shirt of the year award. Seeing as I always go for someone who's just joined the team and is about to flop and leave immediately, James for one point. Who? David. Me. Yeah. David. It's not strictly come down to nothing. As in Jake, the new boy at Man United. Okay. Oh, good shot, mate. So one point. Oh no. Oh come on, he's Marcus. Peanut boy. Surely, and he's Welsh. What is he? David Daniel James. Daniel James. Daniel yeah. James. Sorry, my bad. You Welsh winger. You Ryan Giggs. Mates. That's a no. Nick. Sorry. Uh, James of no? Manchester United. Yeah, no. Um, no. Okay. No. Andy. Peace. Brad. Mantle. No thanks, mate. Pete. You can have him. Dots. And that player has scored two goals yeah. in three games. The annoying thing about that is the whole thing, actually. <laughs> no, no, it's the whole thing. It's what no what the, the interesting thing is Yare goes who straight away, which Melo doesn't answer, which is great, and until a few uh, passes along. But literally, but you are trying to you are trying to get in there and make people bid for him. Mantle's trying to get in there and bid mm-hmm. for him. Um, no, make people bid for him. Pete's trying to get everyone around the table's going. This is ridiculous. Someone needs to get hold of this guy because yeah, you kind of, can't go for one point. There's a lot of distractions early on. He just wades through them. He's yeah. very sort of solid when everyone's making their jokes. And so even someone when it got round to Med, someone even went, "He's Welsh." Is in to go Med. You need to bid for this guy. Yeah, yeah. And he just powered through. Good good driving. Knew that he wanted the man. Got him before anyone had a chance to really think about it. Good driving. Okay, Marcus, which drafter uh, do you think does the best Woody Woodpecker impersonation? Um, uh, Yari? And you'd be right. Who's got one with Saka? Andy, why did you blue balls that one? <laughs> oh, that's good. It was a bit of a bromance forming between Yare and Wolf. Cue romantic music. <laughs> <laughs> and here's some evidence of the sparring that goes on between them. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I'm in on that. No, thank you. I'll, I'll go. Uh, let me see what the spreadsheet says. I'll go two. You've got that three. Two. It's got, yeah, you've got that three. Three. No, thank you. Three. West Ham, mate. And I, I'll go four. Four. Yeah. No, thank you. Anyone around the table? Four. Yeah. No. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I went four. Uh, you went four? Yeah. Ah, uh, no, I'm out. Of course you are. Chicken shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Now, Wolf is someone who likes to slow down the process as much as possible for his own gains really he doesn't like it when he's he goes too fast he's aging he's constantly going guys guys calm down slow down slow down like he's trying to play 
the rougher Nadal, if you will, and slow the game down as much as he can. It's a tactic. Yeah. He dresses it up as ignorance. As ignorance. <laughs> and like, hey, guys, let's relax. But it's so that he, it plays to his advantage. Now, Yare, straight away, is at him. The other thing that uh, Wolf does, Wolf is not very good at poker. The reason being is because if Wolf is in a hand, it's because he's got a good hand. <laughs> when we're bidding, if Wolf doesn't want the play, he's useless when it comes to like pushing up the bid. Just doesn't do it. Yeah. Even if it's a player who, even if he bids like a low number, and he's definitely not going to get him. Sometimes as the as the count is going round, you just put your hand up to keep the flow of it going and to keep the price going up, and so that whoever gets the player ends up, if it's not you, ends up getting it at a high cost. Wolf doesn't help out with that at all. No, no. <laughs> Mo Salah, no. no. Mo Salah for two. Do you want him for two? No. Unproven. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, the, what I do like about Wolf is he is very good with a sarcastic retort. His sarcasm doesn't always carry on WhatsApp. No, it really doesn't. I've known him for 15 years. In fact, it, it doesn't carry at all on WhatsApp. But in real life, uh, it's got a subtlety which uh, is very enjoyable. Uh, Lise Mousset. Oh, 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 um, now what we've done is we've we've sort of steamrolled over a very good Brummet gag, which oh, is no. if you take Lise Mousset and call him Lise Moose T, who sang the song Horny from I don't know ninety six yeah. or something. But that's a wonderful example of sarcastic wolf. Pretty good example of why the curse of wolf is the curse of wolf, and it's because wolf cannot help himself. That was a comment on uh, Deli Alley. Okay. And Deli Alley of one season got 225 points. It was incredible. Incredible. That was one season. Every other season, it's unfortunate, but he suffers from a lot of injuries. Mm. He suffers from a lot of hamstring injuries. And from a fantasy football point of view, and from a draft fantasy football point of view, He's kind of poison because he promises a lot, but then goes missing for six weeks, two months, and you're left with a massive hole in your team because you probably spent a lot of points on yeah. it. In fact, what did he go for this year? I, just looking at He that. went for 20 this year to Andy. and I, I think that's too many. Well, one of the reasons why I am one of the few people who hasn't said that Andy's going to win the league is because of choices like that. I don't think Deli Alley is worth 20. He's worth, if you were playing on one game, yeah. then yeah, he's worth double that. But throughout the course of the season, the guy does not have a fitness level that will see him through. And Wolf couldn't help himself. He almost ended up with him. But 20 was obviously a big price to pay and Wolf didn't, Wolf didn't go there. That was... Part one of Inside 
draft day. We're going to have to do a part two because there was so much that happened on draft day, Marcus. I mean, it could have been part three and part four, but we've, you've done very well to, to cut it down to that. I mean, I can't guarantee there won't be part three <laughs> and four with our track record, but let's just say this is part one of two. Now it's over to you guys. We've got a task for you. Oh, exciting. What we need you to do is subscribe to the podcast. Easy for you to say. We also, <laughs> easier than it for me than it is for you. Also, what we would like you to do is leave a review. Five stars, please. Don't know who said that. Um, but they're right, five stars. And within your review, write who you are supporting and why you are supporting them. Who do you want to win the league? Maybe who do you want to take the wooden spoon? The best ones, or the good ones, we're going to read out. Let's have some fun with Yes. We should probably also say thank you to our wonderful producer, Zach Brown. Zach, if you're listening, mate, thank you so much, pal. Really appreciate it. We have music from the one and only CJ Pandit. CJ Pandit! And we've got to thank uh, Kate Bellamy at kate.made.this and... Matthew Melaloo at Matthew Melaloo for the artwork. Brilliant artwork. The stuff that is getting thrown out there on Twitter and Instagram is. I love it. I just love it. Every I, time something pops up, I'm like, I'm like, what's next? What's next? I literally I turn it up to hear what the music is. Yeah. Oh, Andy O'Neill's <laughs> uh, worst game week video was Brilliant. sensational. I think a tear shed down the side of my face. <laughs> Uh, so thank you guys. Great job being done there. We also need to thank Will Coburn. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Wcobanphotography.com. I think he's also on Instagram at Wcoban. And none of this would be possible without our wonderful friends over at Acast. Thank you, Acast. Thanks, Acast. Thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And until next time, and this has never been more pertinent until now, until next time, draft safe. Mm-hmm.